Hi, welcome to the YD Youth Podcast. We are a youth group from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Our goal is to encounter God to touch the world. We pray that you'd be blessed by this message. Time of worship, YD Youth fam. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys were engaged during the worship. Um, man, it's just awesome. I know that right now there is a Maple Leaf game going on, which is also really exciting. Um, but let's get excited. For those of you, I want to I wanna give just a shout out to all of you that came on, even in the midst of that right now, because, you know, I know that God rewards those who diligently seek him. And so um, content, continue to just diligently seek him out tonight, and he's going to reward you greatly for you seeking him out and seeking out his presence. And he's here tonight. So, man, wherever you are right now, why don't we just, just let's pray real quick. Let's welcome God's spirit, his presence right now to just lead tonight's message and to just lead everything that he wants to do tonight. So, Father, we just give it all to you, Jesus. We give you every burden. We give you everything that we've been carrying, God. We give you everything, God, that we've been worried about. Any concern, God, we give it all to you. We give you every sickness, every stronghold, every disease, everything that's holding us down, Father. We give it to you because we know that you care. Would you speak to our hearts today? Open our hearts to receive your word. We give you everything that we thank you, Father. You are so good. In Jesus' name. Sydney, you got to mute the, the YouTube live stream there. Thank you. Guys, give a shout out to Sydney in the back. She's doing an awesome job. Um, all right, guys. So, yeah, like, comment down below. Today, I want to, this is the finale of, we're back in. We're back doing last year because last week we had an amazing games night. For all of you that know about that games night, it was awesome. Virtual Olympics we had. It was incredible. For all of you that tuned in, that were on there, uh, you guys know it was a blast and you guys had fun. Um, and uh, so tonight we're back into our live stream um, for this week, and we're continuing our series on Rooted. And our theme for this year has been Young and Holy. And so our, our, our series for this, for the last couple of weeks, has been being rooted in God. It's something that the Lord's really been putting on my heart and been speaking to me, and I'm just one who regurgitate God's word to you and what he is sharing, what he has for you today. So we're talking about being rooted. Now, for all you that, that were here and that tuned in last week, we talked about the parable of the sower, and we talked about the two examples that Jesus was talking about. Does anybody remember what they are? If you remember what they are, comment them down below. If you don't, that's okay. We were talking about the, the we were first talking about the, the foot, footpath soil and the rocky soil. Those are the soils that we were talking about, and we broke those down. So today, what we're going to be doing is talking about thorns and good soil. Somebody write in the comments, thorns and good soil. Because that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I believe that the Lord is going to speak to your hearts today. Come on, it's, it's never too late to hear from God. It's, and you're never too young to receive from God what he has for you and to be empowered by his spirit to walk in it. And that's what we're about. So turn me right now. We're going to go to Mark uh, chapter 4, verse 7 to 9. All right, verse 7 to 9. If you don't have your Bibles, go and get them. If you need a notepad, go and grab it because we're here in the building and we're going to get into this. So it says this. It says, other seed 
fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so they produced no grain. Huh. This is, this is something, this is, this is really powerful. I just want to ask you this today. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you were growing spiritually? You felt like God was working in your heart. He was encountering you. He was changing things. He was shifting things. Or you just had an awesome time of worship. And, man, something came and just choked it out. Maybe there was a fight in your home that came in and just choked it out. Maybe there was a an, an uh, maybe there was a, a temptation that you fell back into that you felt like you were overcoming, and it choked you out. Maybe there was a situation at school of of some sort of peer pressure with with some sort of sin, where if it was drugs, where if it was uh, was it was sexual, what if it was just you, you just like becoming like everybody else again, and it just was choking you out. Have you ever been in a situation like that? Because that is what I want to talk to you about today. The first part of what we're talking about is the thorns. All right, somebody say with me, thorns. All right, so this is what I want to talk to you about today. And, and I want to say this to you, just continuing this verse, because this is, this is very critical that we read this. It continues to say, still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and, and they sprouted and grew and produced a crop of, that was 30, 60, and 100 times as much as had been planted. Then he said, anyone with ears to hear, listen and understand. Come on, this is, this is powerful, guys. So you're like, what are we talking about here? Well, Jesus always broke things down in parables. For those of you that watched, maybe you weren't in tune with what we were, the rest of our series, but you're here today, I want to welcome you. And I want to let you know that Jesus always broke things down in parables. Parables was a way of explaining something in a real-life context that you could understand and that could touch your heart. And Jesus was the very best. He was the OG at, at parables. He was the OG at doing that. Um, so today I want to talk to you guys about this. It says, I want, I want to say this to you. I want to say, hearing God's word is the only first, is only the first part of growing. It's only the first part of being rooted is hearing God's word. You see, when Jesus was talking about the parables in the beginning, he, 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 was, he was speaking of, he spoke of the seeds being planted in the soil. And the seed was the perfect word of God. And everybody heard the word of God. I want to get this clear right now. Everybody heard the word of God, but everybody had a different response to the word of God. What is the response to God's word in your life today? What is your response that you are having to God's word in your life today? Because everybody heard God's word, but not everybody had the same response, had the same reaction, had the same uh, uh, revelation of what God was saying in his word. See, we love to hear God's word. Us here at YD Youth, you know, I know you guys, that there's, there's some of you that love to hear God's word. But I want to ask you this. Do we apply God's word? Do we apply God's word? Because application of God's word is where growth happens. The application of God's word is where the true growth takes place. That's why Jesus was talking about all the sowers, because it was what they were doing with God's word that mattered, not that they had heard it. 
But God is so gracious and so loving that he'll continue to give you opportunities to hear his word. He doesn't stop. But what are you doing with the opportunities that you have been given to this point? I really want to ask us, let's, let's ask this question to ourselves. What have we been doing with the opportunities God has given us to hear his word? Have we just thrown it out the window with everything else? Have we just been distracted that we, we forget and then more overwhelmed, we, re, we resort back to what the world does and what the world thinks and how the world responds in situations? Or have we taken the time to be like, okay, God, you know, this is how you're going to begin to grow and mature in your walk with God. And I love, I love this about God because this is beautiful. He takes you moment to moment. He doesn't expect you to have it all at once, but he'll take you moment to moment. The next time that you are tempted, why don't you apply God's word? Why don't we, instead of being like, oh man, it's just, it's just too hard. I'm just going to give up. Why don't we be like, Holy Spirit, remind me of that word that you, the word that you say about this. Remind me what you say about this. And open up your word and begin to get in there and you'll see what he says and what he says about you in that. See, because God's word reveals himself, but it also reveals who you were created and called to be. Because the Bible says in 1 John, I mean in John 1, that that Jesus was the word made flesh and dwelled among us. But you know what's awesome is we were made in the image of God, which means God's word is on the inside of us, which means God's word has to come out of us. But in order for God's word to come out of us, we have to become like the word. So it means that every, in every moment of our lives, we have to take the opportunity to apply God's word to our lives. That's how we become it. It's not by just reciting scripture. It's not by just memorizing scripture. It's by applying what you already know. This is where the true growth happened, guys. This is it. And I want to say this to you. I'm actually going to go first to John uh, 1, verse 22. So if you want to turn with me in your Bibles, dear, come, come with me. Come with me on a little journey, guys. Come with me on a little journey. We're going to, to John 1, uh, verse 22. Two, all right? And so, I mean, John, I said John, I meant James. James 1, excuse me, my bad, my bad, my bad. James 1, verse 22. So in James 1, verse 22, it says this. It says, but don't just listen to God's word. But what do you mean? Am I not supposed to listen to God's word? You're not what I'm supposed to do? Of course, that's what you're supposed to do. Read on with me. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. Wow. So that just, that just, that's, that's the second part of it, guys. We must do what the word says. Or we're just fooling yourselves. We're just like, you know, it's like whatever. It's like, think about it this way. I'm going to give you an example. Imagine, you know, you want to lose weight. You want to get fit. You want to get jacked. You want to get that six-pack. You know what I'm saying? You want to you wanna get in shape. But all you're doing is watching workout videos on how to work out. You know what I'm saying? You're, well, you're watching videos on how to work out, but you're sitting there on the couch with a bag of potato chips watching those videos like, oh, that's good. I, I, think, I think I like that workout. Oh, yeah, I think I like that next workout. That's a, that's a cool workout. You know? But <laughs> you never apply it. You never actually start practicing those workouts that you were learning. 
then what ends up happening? Absolutely nothing. You're the exact same. Your goals of fitness is not accomplished that way. But, see, the second part of that is committing to the process of what you have heard. And that's what we have to do with God's word in our hearts. We need to say, all right, that's cool. That's amazing. I heard that. That's amazing. God, help me apply that to my life. I want to put that in practice now. Because we don't want to be, you know what religion is? Religion is hearing God's word with no application. Knowing God's word without application. It's dead. I don't want to be dead. Do you want to be dead? Do you just want to be somebody Yes, you know, just, just like, just another, you know, somebody that just comes to church, somebody that just comes to youth and just does it, but God's not real to you because you never applied God's word. Some of you, God's not real because you never applied what he said. God's not real to you because you haven't applied what he said about you. You haven't applied any, any of that stuff to your life. You know, but, but we want to be people that are after what God says so much that see it come alive. The only way you can prove that what God's word says about you is by putting it into process, putting it into action in your life. See, there's a difference between being shown how to use a tool and using it yourself. It's totally different. Okay, the secret to spiritual maturity is becoming reliant on God's word and not the minister of God's word. This is powerful, guys. Are you reliant on God's word for your life or are you reliant on me to give you God's word? Because if you become reliant on me, you'll never mature. I think we talked about this when we talked about the footpath soil. But I want to break it down to you to know that a baby is relying upon their parent in such a way that they aren't as reliant as they get older. See, the way that I am at 24 years old now is, and the way that I'm reliant on my mom is not the same way I was when I was 12 years old. But that's because I had to be weaned off of that dependence of my mom and be taught certain things that would wean me off. But you can't decide to be weaned off without being taught certain things. You can't decide to step into your calling and to your purpose and to the things that God has for you without actually getting the, the training and the maturity and the, the simplicity of God's word first in your heart and what he says about you. That's where that happens, guys. This is powerful. This is awesome things. I want you guys to know this today because these are things that are really going to transform your heart. So that is the thorn, the thorn soil, the soil with thorns in it wants to choke you out. It wants you to be stifled by life. It wants you to be stifled by the things around you, the cares of life around you. I want to read for you right here um, Mark 4, verse 19 and 20. So if you could turn with me right there, we're going to Mark 4, verse 19 and 20. If you guys are liking this message, if this is speaking to your spirit, because I really feel the spirit of God on this right now. If this is speaking to your spirit, why don't you comment down below? Put in some emojis in there. You know, get involved in the comments, guys, because I believe that as we continue to engage, that God engages us. So, Mark 4, verse 19. We're almost done, guys. Mark 4, verse 19. It says this. It says, 
But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life. The lure of wealth and the desire for other things so no fruit is produced. Wow. Wow, this is powerful. This is the thorn soil. Man, this is, this is the thorn soil. This is what the thorn soil does. When we are overwhelmed with worry, overwhelmed with, with wealth, with the natural things. You see, in North America, we have so much. We are so blessed in North America. We are so blessed in Canada, here, if you live in Canada. We're blessed. We have all these things at our fingertips. Man, you have, you have so much. You're ne- you, no, normally, you're not in lack. And even the simplicities, you know, we have a kitchen. We have a bathroom. We have a shower. We have, you know, food in the fridge, some of us. Not all of us do. We have a TV on our wall. We have, you know, all these amazing things around us. But do you know in so many countries, that's not even, that's, they don't have that? There's, 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 so, there's so many countries that they don't have all those things. That's why I can't wait to take you guys on a mission trip. I think you guys are going to love it. It's going to bring so much great things. And not to, it's going to bring so much great things to your heart and to see the heart of God in such a new way. But I want you to know that there's so many distractions around us that distort and distract us from hearing what God has to say and from hearing the truth and from receiving so that we can bear fruit, guys, that we can bear the fruit that Jesus has for us, that he becomes real to us in our everyday life. Do you want Jesus to become real to you in your everyday life? I mean, do you want to see him begin to move on your behalf in so many different ways that you haven't seen? Do you want to begin to hear God's voice in a way you've never heard his voice before? I mean, do you want to walk in love that you haven't been able to walk in, walk in generosity like you've never been able to walk in, walk in power like you've never been able to walk in, walk in identity, most importantly, knowing who you are in Christ? Do you want this? This comes as we take away the distractions. We take away the distractions. We stop being choked. Man, you don't want to be choked out. Come on. Who wants to be choked out? Some, some of us are being choked out in the spirit right now because of distractions. And it could be even a silent choke. You could not even be paying attention right now. You could be sleeping, being choked out in the spirit. But God wants you to come alive in the spirit. Come on, somebody. Say with me, I'm coming alive. Say that with me, guys, in the comments down below. This is awesome. I feel the presence of God on this word. I feel his heart on this word for you, for this generation. There's something on this word that we need to step out of that place as believers of being choked by the ways of the world, being choked by the desire for other things and fall in love with him like never before. So real quick, we're going we're gonna to talk about here the good soil. So read with me in verse 20 of Mark, not, Mark 4. Verse 20, it says this, guys, this is beautiful. It says, and the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word 
and produced a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 times as much as had been planted. Wow. Do you know that everything that is planted in you was meant to be multiplied? Everything that God put inside of you, it was love that allowed him to put it in you. He didn't have to put his word in your heart. He didn't have to give you the gift of salvation, to give you the gifts of the Spirit. He didn't have to give you the fruit of the Spirit, but he chose to because he loves you and he sees you beyond what you see yourself. But we have to become ones that will be rooted in the right place. See, good soil is the simplest, but it's not the easiest. Why? Because you got to work the ground to get good soil. It doesn't just, you don't just get good soil overnight. It doesn't just happen that way. You actually have to work the ground. Anybody that is a farmer, they, realize, they know that they got to work the ground. When winter is done, when spring comes, they got to get that ground ready to put some seeds in the ground so it can produce the right fruit. If not, it's not going to produce anything good. And that's the same thing with our hearts, guys. It hurts sometimes. It takes work sometimes. But if we let God work with us, we will receive the blessings that we've never seen before. We would receive our identity. See, this is the most important part. I just feel this in the spirit right now. For some of you that are watching, the most important part is that you would receive who you are. Could we get some music there? If, we could, if you could receive who you are in Christ, that'll only happen if you give him room to work and move on your heart. It's not going to be easy. You may not always like it. But let him work the ground. Let him take the weeds out. Let him take the thorns out. Let him get some fertilized soil on the ground in your heart that he can work with. What is it that's stopping you from letting him work on your heart? Is it you don't feel good enough? You don't feel like you're worthy? Is it that you've been falling into sin way too much and you don't think you could come back? Is it that there's been too many sorrows, too many troubles beating on you in this life. The enemy's been attacking you in so many ways that you feel, man, I can't even. If there is a God, I don't know where he is. Is it that you've been overwhelmed with depression, anxiety? What is it that's holding you? Today, if you would know your identity, he says, you, my son, you, my daughter, let me in. Let me into your heart. We're in a generation that doesn't want to let anybody into their hearts anymore because they're too afraid of being hurt. They're so tired of being hurt. But Jesus, he created you. He knows your heart. He knows your pain more than you ever know. He went through everything that you did, everything that you've been through, and some. 
He's calling you today. That if you would open your heart up and let him work with it to become good soil and receive his word today in your heart, that you could receive who you were created to be. You become so confident in him, so unriddled with from fear, so free to worship and love him. Guys, this is for all of us here. This is for me included. It's for me included. Could you just lift your hands to heaven and say, God, God, I want to become who you want me to be. God, God, I want to become who you want me to be. Make me good soil, God. Why don't you say that with me today? God, I want to become who you want me to be. Make me good soil, God. I want to receive you. He's here. He's here. He's here to meet with you right now where you are. Where you are right now, wherever you are, wherever you're watching from, take this moment to meet with him because he wants to meet with you. Oh, Lord, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We honor you, God. Oh, you're worthy, you're worthy, God. Why don't you just give him yourself right now, all that you are. We say yes to you, God. We say yes to you, God. Oh, everything, everything in me. Thank you, Jesus. He's there in your home right now. Give me your attention. I know this is this is unorthodox, but in reality, this is the way it should be. Us turning our faces to Him, so that we could receive, we could receive what He has for us. All of us, all of us have come from a place where the enemy has choked us out in some way, and in that area, He wants you to, to begin to receive who he is and begin to apply his word to those areas of your life. If you would begin to do that, oh, you would produce so much of him more than yourself. You'd stop being short-tempered. You'd stop being egotistic. You'd stop being, being full of lust and pride full of hate and unforgiveness. It would stop. If we would receive him today. His presence is here. His presence is here. I hope you're, you're receiving his word today. I'm going to give three points and then we're going to close. We're going to break out into small group discussions on Zoom. So stay tuned. It's going to be pinned there, I believe, in the comments. So here are the three points to remember today, guys. Three points. Say it with me, three points. God wants us to apply his word. That's number one. Write this down if you can. So important. God wants us to apply his word to our lives. It's no use to us if we don't apply. 
It's just another textbook to us if you're just applying. It's just like your English textbook or your math textbook. Or a history textbook. If you don't apply it to real lives. It's useless. It's just information. Number two. The fruit is a result of applying God's word. The fruit of God in our lives is the result of applying God's word. Which means the fruit that we produce is who Jesus is. Guys, that's what matters, is that we would become who we are, and that's how we do it. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is so powerful, this revelation. <laughs> wow. So I want you guys to just stay tuned for two seconds here. The Lord just put this in my spirit. See, every tree has seed that falls from it. Jesus gave the parable that he would be throwing seeds all over the ground. I want you to take this in. See, if every tree has seeds falling. Imagine an apple tree that has seeds coming from it. It's not going to produce an orange tree when it's planted. It's going to produce another apple tree when it's planted. See, the seed that God is dropping is actually, those seeds of his word is himself. They're, he's reproducing himself in you. Come on. This is powerful. He's reproducing himself in you. He wants to reproduce himself in your life. You're a Christ-like one. This is who you're called to be. He's reproducing himself in your life and through your life so that you, the apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree. That's a saying, right? Well, you shouldn't be far from the tree of life. And if you are, it's just because you're yet to know who you are. It's, or you've forgotten who you're called to be. Well, that was, I don't know what to happen here. Number three. It's not what you produce, but where you are planted. It's not what you produce. I want you to get this. Get this, guys. Get this in your spirit. Get this in your heart. This is the last point of the day. We're going to go away from here. But this, it's not what you produce, but where you are planted. It doesn't matter how many amazing things you do. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how much you give to the poor. It doesn't matter how much you try to do for God or for yourself. It's where you were planted. It's where you truly become who you were created to be. Guys, we need to get planted again. You know, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. We go to God just like this, just like this. We say, Jesus, I want to know you. I've forgotten about you. I've forgotten who you are. And I don't know, but I want to know. Show me. Speak to me. 
encounter me. And when we come in that posture and in that heart, he will do it. He's so good. If you're watching right now and you say, God, I've been far. I haven't been planted in the right places. I've been planted in the wrong place. Today is for you. This is the day. This is the time of salvation. The day of salvation is now for you. And I want you to pray with me if that's you. I want you to repeat after me. Say, Father, forgive me of my sin, of being far from you, of being planted in the wrong places. Jesus, today, I choose you over myself because you are better than I am. You know what I don't know. I give my life to you, and I choose to live for you today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, I want you guys, I want you to comment, message us, message us uh, privately if you want to. But guys, we want to stay connected with you here at Why Do Youth. We're a family here, and I know we're online right now, but we want to be here with you. We love you guys. I'm just going to pray for everybody else that's watching real quick, and then we're going to go. So, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for everyone else that's watching this today. I pray that you would meet with them, that they would be swept up, swept off their feet in love, and fall in love with you again. And would you take out every thorn, every thistle, every weed, of distraction, of sin in their lives, Lord. Set them free. Even that person, there's someone watching right now. God wants to set you free and deliver you right now. Would you receive the deliverance power of the Lord? He is here to deliver you and set you free from that chain. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We receive it today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, this is sweet, sweet presence here in the midst of us. I just want to soak here. I know you do too. But we're going to break up into some small group discussions. We're going we're gonna to pray for one another and just talk about a few of these things. So, guys, thank you for joining us today. We're going to go on Zoom right now. We're going to get into this, get into some small group discussions. And, uh, and then, yeah, y'all could, uh, after that, y'all could get back to the Maple Leaf game if you would like. Uh, so... Um, we love you guys. God bless. And see you just now in a moment. Thanks for joining in today. We pray that this message blessed your life. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at yd.youth. God bless.